What's so funny? I just don't. I don't really know what you want. Well, so <laughs> I know what we're doing here. Well, I wanted to talk about. It's John. It's John. Gluten is not your problem. Conversations with culinary chameleon, modern day Renaissance man, and my friend Walter Schmidt. Join us for insights, musings, and rants on food culture, life, the universe, and more. Please enjoy. Tune in last week. How's that? Last week on Gluten is Not Your Problem. Well, you know, that's funny. Tune in last week. I One of the things I wanted to ask you about was, can you explain to me, and did I ask you about this, The can you explain the plot to Primer? Wow. <laughs> Fucking really? <laughs> um, shit, I can try. It's one of my favorite time travel movies. but I know. It's pretty fascinating. But, um, I mean, the plot? So these guys, they work for like a software company or something, and they're trying to develop their own thing. So they get together. I think they work for different companies perhaps, but they get to, they have like a little club, and they get together at one of their houses, and they set up shop in their garage, and they're just kind of developing hardware, software things. They're just like experimenting with like, you know, 8-track players and CD writing software and that kind of stuff, and they're trying to come up with like their engineers, right, for a, mm-hmm. for a company of some kind. And this movie came out when? I don't know. Four, three, 90s? 90s, 99? Yeah, late 90s. Know. Yeah, okay. maybe 98, 97. But um, so this guy, they're kind of playing with stuff like magnets and, you know, these things. And there's, they're like, um, like they make, I guess, like a repulsor technology kind of thing. Like they're, they're they, they sprinkle, they, they take uh, the dots from a hole punch and sprinkle them on top of this thing that they've made. And they, the dots kind of float around for like a second. And like that's weird. And then this gun guy like builds a box, and he puts the box together, and he puts like a wibbly wobbly man inside the box. Are you familiar mm-hmm. with the wibbly wobbly man? They Weebles wobble, but they won't fall oh, down. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, he puts one in there, and then like he pulls it out. And I think like a day later, it's growing, like it's covered in fungus. And the guy's like, "That's weird." And he takes it to some friend of his at a lab somewhere, and the guy's like, "Where did you get this? How is this even possible?" This guy's like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Well, this is bacteria that's basically all over everything all the time." But this is like 10,000 years worth of shit that you have growing here. Like, it shouldn't be this much. Like, because, you know, you clean your body or you clean your house. Like, there's no reason this amount of this bacteria would ever accumulate. Where did you find this? He's like, I'll get back to you later. So he goes back to his friends like, okay, we just made something really weird here. So they start building bigger boxes and, like, they eventually figure out that they've built a time machine. That the oscillation of the, the time thing, like, it basically bounces you back and forth through time the longer you're in it like the farther you go mm-hmm. and so if you time it at just the wrong moment the box will be empty because you're not in there anymore but then you can like if you you know I, I don't know what the hell man I, I watched it like a few hundred times <laughs> that's the best you can come up with well then they they then they eventually like because they're trying to solve something bad that happened like mm-hmm. something something goes awry I need to watch it again. They're trying Somebody's to fix a problem. Gets hurt or killed Somebody or gets, assaulted or something. something. Something happens, yeah. And they try and go back. They're like, "Well, we can go back and fix this. We can stop this guy from getting shot or something." And so then they they keep sending a different guy back, and I don't I don't really remember. And then eventually they they figure out they can put one box inside of another box and send that box back like even further. So then whenever you know it's it's really it's a it's a mind fuck. It's but it's a really fun <coughs> mind fuck. Okay. 
It's a time travel movie. What's your favorite? Is that your favorite time travel movie? No, I probably uh, FAQ frequently asked questions about time travel. Not Time Cop? Definitely not Time Cop. That was a terrible movie. <laughs> the whole premise of that movie is ridiculous. Literally, they, their heads all explode because they touched each other or something. I don't know. <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Damme finds himself from the past, and, like comes in contact with himself, and then he dies instantly. And then everything goes back to like before they ever went anywhere. You don't think that you would die if you saw yourself in the past? If you, no. or what, you would just be two? You'd just be two. I think you'd have difficulty uh, interacting with each other. This is my own personal weird theories on, on this kind of shit. I mean, why? Because the, the, the way that, you know, the atomic structure of the universe, you know, it's like magnets. You have like two norths. Mm-hmm. You, you can't push them together. Like they resist coming in contact with each other. So I would be the same. Like, I'd be the same... Does that make any sense? Polarity? Polarity of, of me. That mm-hmm. I would, like... I would. It would be difficult for me to get near myself, I think, physically. But I would, like, you know, like, something would... I don't know. I don't know. I'd explain what I think about it. I just, it'd be very difficult for you to interact with yourself. There'd, there'd be resistance from the universe. Hmm. So you couldn't go back and... You couldn't meet yourself. Well, maybe from a distance. I don't know. <laughs> But okay. I wouldn't really need to because I already know what I think now, you know. So if I came back later and I'm like, "Hey, don't drink Craigmont root beer for the rest of your life because something really bad is going to happen," I'd be like, "What's this guy now?" <laughs> yeah, you, know? you wouldn't listen to. Your I probably yourself? wouldn't listen to myself anyway. What is Craigmont root beer? What Craigmont root beer? You don't know what Craigmont is? No, I, I've never heard this name before in my life. Is <laughs> that's weird? <clears throat> What's Craigmont root beer? Craigmont was a it was a soda pop brand. It was basically it was like before. Safeway had their own brand. Craigmont was like, like this is a very very long time ago, but uh, they had like grape soda, you know, like Craigmont grape and and oranges before Fanta's, before Select, you know, Safeway before Select, before, Happy Western Family or whatever. Yeah, it before is. any of these things, Craigmont was like that was like the generic brand. They had like they had a cola, nobody would drink. You know, you'd go to RC before you did that, and RC was gross. Like, <laughs> but yeah. But that's funny that you've never had a Craigmont. So um, no. did I ever tell you about the car that I found in the woods? You've told me. I don't know if you've told our listeners. So my dog Peanut and I were hiking behind my house up in the south hills of Eugene, Oregon. About halfway to well, not halfway from halfway from what? There's no weird thing to say on the radio. Um, like not quite Spencer's Butte Mountain, but mm-hmm. like. It was close. It was like between my house and Spencer Butte Mountain. Two miles, maybe. Yeah, two miles up into okay. like, but you're still two miles from Spencer Butte Mountain. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I was probably yeah, I probably live about four or five miles from the mountain from the base. Um, but so we would go hiking through these woods, and like, there's nothing around. There's just woods, no trails, nothing. It was just solid woods, and we came across this car. It was like an old. Look like a Ford. I don't really know much about cars. I'm gonna go with like a 1935 Ford something or other, like those curved, you know, fenders and stuff. Mm-hmm. Evenly spaced bullet holes all up and down the side of this thing, like like a machine gun or something. A couple of shotgun blasts. Um, the seats and everything were still in it. It was a ragtop, but the ragtop was gone. You could see the plants were growing inside of it. Plants were growing in the trunk, which I was able to get the trunk open and the glove compartment open. And in the glove compartment were old uh, Craigmont root beer cans. The little Craigmont, but they had that teardrop shape, you know, like um, how uh, V8 or tomato juices used to have, like, have that little peel off thing. The pull tab, yes. Because yeah, that's yeah. what Soda Pop used to all have. Like, they and beer, too, right? Yeah, they didn't have like the weird 
thing that we have now. It was like just this weird pull tab thing. And you could see that same teardrop shape in the top, like it had a pull tab on it. Mm-hmm. So I knew then they, yeah, they were pretty old. Um, no body, no gun, no gold, no, you know, nothing, <laughs> nothing. really cool. Mm-hmm. It was just me poking at this car with a stick with my dog in the, in the woods. <clears throat> Whatever came of that? Literally nothing. Oh, you got some Craig. Yeah, it looked just like that. Well, there except for the top. But yeah. They have cola. They have cream soda. Sparkling punch. Mm-hmm. Col- Craigmont Cola Diet and regular cola. Orange, ginger ale, lemon, lime, and root beer. Craigmont root beer. I got to say, I don't think I've ever seen a Craigmont root I mean, it, it looks of a certain era. It mm-hmm. obviously looks like something that was around when you and I were growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, and probably before. It looks like something from like maybe 1973 to sure. like 1980. 19- 85 maybe well, the, the can actually that's a that looks like either yeah it's a more modern can because so that that this... weird that weird shape of the flowery kind of business there was um kind of more up and like across the top when i was a mm. kid i don't know the can looks slightly different huh but that can looks a little bit more like what i found so there's those that are kind of just plain triangle those are way older so obviously this is there's your craigmont cola these yeah. things have been around a while yeah I have no idea. I had no. I don't know what any of this is. That there's an old one. There you go. So Craigmont root beer cans in this 1930s car. Yeah, we're saying no 40s. roads anywhere near. I mean, the trees are like you know feet mm-hmm. thick, multiple feet. Like there's no roads anywhere. I can't imagine how the hell this car got to where it did. Uh, so I always thought it was cool. I'd, I would go out there frequently after that and kind of just hang out and poke at the car and. <laughs> You know, do what young kids pull, do. Yeah, pull the seats out. You know, and yeah, just I know. There's tormented no... the car <laughs> for no reason. For no, yeah, it was just like it's old dead cars. Just so and and so at this, it's point... still there as far as I know. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, you would go back in time to tell yourself not to drink so much Craigmont root beer, right? Or... I mean, I well, I know, that just popped. In, like, I don't know why that popped in my head, but it was just something that yeah. For like when I'm 80 or 60 or whatever, however long I'm, if, if something bad happened involving something, like don't eat tuna fish, you know, or don't eat uh, purple polka dot, polka dot of grapefruits, or I don't know, I don't know, whatever the thing is that I'm not supposed to do, I would, I know about myself, I would not listen to me. You wouldn't if you said, if there's... No, I'd probably go right out and do exactly <clears throat> the opposite of what I was supposed to be doing. So how would you convince, so you wouldn't be, you wouldn't be able to convince yourself directly you no. would have to somehow trick, trick yourself right. through some other means. Probably for, through somebody else. Yeah. Somebody that I trusted. So how would they be able to know that if you came from the future? I'd have to convince them that I came, that I wasn't just the Walter that they know. Well, they'd probably see that I was not this age. Right? They would see an older Walter? Yeah. And be like, John, John, you gotta listen to me. so so like walter where'd you get this makeup like would you believe that i just like if i came around that corner and you were 60 yeah you were 65 and i'm like john sell all the stocks in this you gotta buy tiktok buy tiktok right are you on tiktok no nobody's on tiktok you gotta get on here tiktok sucks i'm not doing it (laughs) why does it suck but you're you're fine with facebook i'm not fine with that chicken on it because my family's in there okay boomer (laughs) <laughs> seriously i'm younger than you <laughs> i know um you gotta get on tiktok see i always thought the, the boomer thing was from like a, a tv show reference or something like boomer like boomhauer or... boomhauer is from uh king of the hill 
Right, but then Boomer um, wasn't there a Boomer in like the the Maybe comic the like the Sunday a dog. Comics? There might have been a dog named Boomer. Sid Beetle Bailey's Sid. dog. No, that was Otto. I don't know. I feel like Boomer was like a there's like a cartoon Boomer somewhere out there. Probably. If you know of a cartoon Boomer, please write in. Um. So, backtracking here. Right. Um. This was not where I was intending to go with this conversation. You started with time travel. What are you I understand. Where did so you I... think this was going to go? <laughs> <laughs> so, soda, Craigmont sodas, generic sodas, mm-hmm. is that something like we talked about last week about a standard? Do you ever get cheap? Like, what do you... I like cheap grape soda. Like, mm-hmm. the cheaper the better. I mean... But know. what's the... What yeah. is the fancy grape soda? I don't know. Fanta? Fanta? Do they even make a grape? I don't know. I don't know who's making sure. grape. I haven't had a grape soda in a really long time. But if I were to buy a six pack of grape soda, I would look for the cheapest one possible because that's you want that that burn from the sugar. You know, like <laughs> where they just they don't want to waste money on actual ingredients. So they just like substitute more sugar. Or it's, it's not even sugar. It's the yeah. uh, corn syrup. Corn they syrup. they yeah. just made this like goo. Yeah. What about the little mini plastic barrels of like fruit juice with the little foil top that you'd peel off? They were little the round. Prison? Oh wait, what? no. They were ra- they was they were cheaper. No, Capri Suns were fancy. These were they looked like little barrels, like actual little mini plastic barrels. They were shaped like a barrel. I don't know this one. And then they had a foil on top that you would just peel all the way off, and you would drink it. And they had like red and green and blue. <clears throat> I remember something similar, but it was an ice cream, and it was an icy <clears throat> thing. Like you'd open this thing up, and it would be like you peel off the top and you'd squeeze out. A fr- it would be frozen. You like eat the. That's like an Otter Pop. But, but it was like a little round thing. Or push-up? Kind yeah, of, but it was like a, a little round up. thing. It's called a push-up, and you would push it with the stick, right? No, 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 no. Those, those, those are Flintstones push-ups, and those were great. Those were so, not sorbet, but what's the other one? Um, gelato? No. <laughs> they weren't making Flintstones gelato. No, it was like uh, Sherbert. <clears throat> They're like Sherbert sticks. <clears throat> can, you, can you explain to me the difference, please, between ice cream, like ice milk, sorbet, and gelato? Sherbert, and gelato? Can you um, lay this out for me? Ice cream is basically custard. Okay, it's which frozen. is egg. It's, it's mostly egg. Okay. Uh, like some cream, a high cream ratio, but mostly egg. Well, yolk. Um, half as much white, I think, as they put in there. Mm-hmm. And then half again as much cream, usually heavy cream. You whip that all up and you give it a good turgid thing and maybe flavor with coffee or uh, whatever the hell you want to flavor with. Now, if you pour that into a pan and bake it, you have flan. If you put a little bit of sugar, like caramel, into the bottom of little cups and you pour it over the top of that, bake it, and then flip that cup over, you have a creme caramel. Now, if you just put it in a little cup or dish and you bake it off um, and then sprinkle sugar on top afterwards and then toast that sugar, you have a creme brulee. Now, if you just pour that straight into a little cup and you bake the little cups, you usually, when I say bake, you put them into a, a water bath and you bake them in the water bath so it right. cooks. You don't, you don't want the, the outsides to crisp to crisp at all so yeah you're baking it in a water bath and that's a pot creme now all those things are the same goddamn thing now there's an there's another creme there's a um i feel like there's the creme caramel there's the creme brulee there's the pot creme is there is there another one or no those are the only three well custard cups which are basically just pot creme all right just a pedestrian way of saying pot creme so that's just baked ice cream yeah, basically, if you take that custard crap and you dump it into an ice cream machine or whatever, or a big thing, and you super chill it but never stop spinning it, like you just mm-hmm. kind of keep it from solidifying and get it super cold, and that's ice cream. 
Okay. And what is iced milk? Because I know that was kind of cool for a second. Cause sounds it was like, like frozen milk. I don't know. I've never made iced milk. That sounds <laughs> and gross. Okay. I drink my 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 milk at standard refrigeration temperature, forty five. Well, this was 40, like because it's supposed to be lower calorie. I just remember like I have this memory frozen of like yogurt. my mom getting it or something. Oh yeah, so frozen yogurt. How is that different from frozen ice cream? Well, it'd be ro- yogurt mm. instead of egg yolks and right more probably more cream more fat i mean but you're doing yogurt you make yogurt and then freeze it like do this put the put yogurt into the ice cream machine mm-hmm. so it's going to keep moving it around so it doesn't freeze solid it'll maintain like a, a, a an edible consistency because you know? yogurt will freeze too hard if you don't keep it everything moving. will yeah well ice cream won't because if, if you don't you... stir it constantly it will it'll just freeze solid and you have a, a brick of fucking ice so you have to keep moving it so but no, but when I put the, the pint in my freezer... It's already it was, made, yes. Okay, it's already made. It's you're already, when you're it's, making it's already it. as cold as it's going to get. I'm saying, well, yeah, when you make it, you have to keep it moving. But with frozen yogurt, that's why you don't have frozen yogurt in the freezer. You why get not? it at the machine. Because it's always in a machine. Soft serve? Yeah, sure. That's just how they that's sell just it. How they you can sell buy frozen yogurt okay. and put it in your freezer. Okay. And so what is the difference between sorbet and sherbet? I believe, well, sherbet has some dairy in it, I believe. Uh, but it's mostly fruit juice and and, and, and cream. And then sorbet is no cream, or it's just it's basically just frozen juice. <laughs> but they have sorbet syrup. They have like targum and different chemicals right. they put in there to keep it from freezing solid again. Like, like they, a can of apple juice concentrate. Right. Like they, right. they move it. They they, yeah, they put it in a machine <laughs> so it's agitated while it's freezing. But then there's other chemicals, things in there. Shorgum or argum or I don't know what the hell they are. Shorgum? Yeah. Sorghum? Sorghum. Argum? I don't know. Xanthum? I don't make this stuff. Agar agar? You're shouting words at me now? <laughs> creme tartare. Creme, that's not a... What is creme tartare? That's not a pot of creme tartare? Can you do one of those? Definitely not. not <laughs> I don't know. It's like a white powder. It's, in, it's just on the spice shelf. I don't know what it does. I think it, it helps like your meringues um, congeal or something. What is a meringue? That's fluff. A meringue? That's just fluff egg white. Okay, that's you wouldn't have a frozen meringue. No, you'd have to cook it in some fashion. Like it's okay. it's, it's raw eggs. So then, finally, <clears throat> what is gelato? Italian ice cream. <laughs> There's no. I don't know. It's made by Italians. I think you have to you have to make it in gelato, the land of gelato. <laughs> is that so? It's like champagne. It's like it's either sparkling wine or you make it in the region of champagne, and you get to call it champagne. If you make huh. ice cream in, in Italy, then it's called gelato. I honestly have no clue. I don't know either. Um, it says that it's an Italian dessert. Um, they both contain cream, milk, and sugar. Authentic gelato uses more milk and less cream than ice cream and generally doesn't use egg yolks, well, which you. are common in an ingredient in ice cream. So right. it's closer to a sherbet. I guess, yeah. But usually, I guess, I always think of gelato, I think of chocolatey flavors. Chocolate or coffee. Right. But with sherbet, it's always that bright fruit. Yeah. Huh. That just might be cultural. I don't know. Are we already at a half hour? No. Time to to (laughs) go again? You love to know how long you've been talking. (laughs) It worries Um, me that I go on. Please. Please. Go on. Go on. (laughs) (laughs) So... Originally, what I wanted to talk about. Okay, yeah, let's do was, that. <laughs> we discussed last week. You were unable to uh, retrieve the files, but you got the files. I did. 
and you've got some reviews. And so now for those of you who, who don't know this, Walter is a seventh level. I think that makes says, you like a... It says it's level seven. Um, where does it say? Local guide level seven. He's a local guide level seven on Google Maps. So 6,627 you... points. That I've wow! Making reviews. I don't know so how many reviews. So, if you go is, to but... Google Maps and you uh, uh, check out, dial up Walter, you can um, check out his Will reviews. You? Did you find me in there? Yeah, you did. Wow, mm-hmm. that's weird. All right. Yeah, I googled you. I didn't. I didn't know that I was. <laughs> that was my so, voice is really out there. I so thought your nobody voice was is really out there. Really, actually looking at this. So, are there any photos? Does I don't there... take photos. I took photos um, of the of there's the one some of the, the Belmont. We've got Mary's Pizza Shack and the Sonoma Car Wash. Yeah, the Pizza Shack. Look at that goddamn thing. That made me so angry. So let's start there. Okay. So we're gonna start with your review. Of okay. The, of look the at pizza. look at what you see there. Does that look like four dollars and ninety nine cents worth of fucking chicken they put on that pizza? I thought it was mushrooms to begin with. Um, I thought they were just mushroom slices. No. I'm looking at what I see a uh, a pesto pizza with mm-hmm. one, two, three, four. Five and a half chunks of chicken, tiny little pieces. They're of very small. No, there's it's it's meager. That was a two dollar ninety nine cent upcharge for chicken on this pizza. That so, pissed me off. So, will you read your review for the? Uh, can you think you could find your Mary's review? Um, it's way down at the bottom. Can you just read it? Mm. You you have it right in front of you. <laughs> I don't. What happened there. to it? Um, there's that one. That's not. Oh no, that's the pizza shack. That was the slice shack. That was a different review. Okay. Which was nicer, I think, than the other review. You were very kind in that one. So I guess what I'm... I want you to read a few of these reviews and um, and tell me about where you... Um, well, I'll read the Sephora one. How's that? Let's start there and we'll find we'll find the... Uh, so I was out... Uh, I don't remember what the hell we were doing. We were shopping with my friend Mackenzie. And, oh, she's just uh, graduated from uh, Nesthetician School. And Excellent. Yeah. So next week, I was thinking we'd go and uh, have her wax my back, and you could film that, and we'll talk about it. And you can get me uh, screaming on okay. the audio. Okay. Um, well, like we are looking to. Uh, if expand... anyone wants to watch me get my back waxed, <clears throat> our YouTube waxed. channel. Yeah. Do you um do you do you have you ever had your back back waxed? I have. Do you do you are you a hairy person? I am quite hairy. It's yeah. gross. <laughs> so you're gonna. So I was gonna go do it again. And so we, you, were, you were with her at Sephora. Yeah, so we were out shopping or doing, I don't even remember what the hell we were doing, but like, you know, your phone knows where you are. So then it pops up on my phone. It's like, oh, you're at Sephora. Do you want to review it? And I was like waiting for her to do something, finish what she was doing. So I said, sure. And I said, you know, clicked on this thing on my phone and I wrote, <clears throat> I mean, as far as places for a dude to stand holding a girl's purse, not my girlfriend, just a friend, it smelled nice. Lots of pretty girls smiled at me. The music wasn't bad. I've stood in worse places holding heavier purses. So this was top-notch. No sarcasm. If I get an actual girlfriend that wants me to go in with her, I totally will. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Why a man would review Sephora. So I, <laughs> so I want you to read this one. This is uh, the Mary's Pizza Shack one. Ah. You gave them two stars. You you, you had an one more than they should. Five. Yes. Will you read that one for me? Yeah, is that the whole thing? Uh-huh. Meh. F it. Uh, they know they're basically it for pizza delivery, and they act like it. Yeah, can you slide this closer? I can't see mm-hmm. one. Sure, the pic... I can't slide that, can I? Sure, the picture... There we go. 
Thank you. I'm a blind old man. <laughs> but sure, the picture shown is a bambino with extra chicken. Extra is more than an all extra, as in more than is already on there. You're looking at two dollars and ninety-five cents of extra chicken. So it already was supposed to have chicken on it. This is an additional three dollars for more chicken, and you see the tiny amount of chicken on that goddamn thing. Fuck, it made me so angry. Never ask for extra cheese. They just charge you for extra. There's no extra cheese on any pizza ever. This one kid asked, uh, uh, answered over the phone, Mary's Pizza, how can I help you? And I'm like, delivery. And the kid says, we're closed. Like, what the fuck? Why are you answering and asking to help if you're freaking closed? Right. Question mark, and then the number two, I, which I think you were just angry. I think I was just angry. <laughs> but yeah, they answered, the, you call them, and they're like, Mary's Pizza, how can I help you? And I'm like, oh yeah, can I get a pizza for delivery? And they're like, oh, we're closed. Mm-hmm. Like, <clears throat> fuck you, is this a game? Is this a game to these kids? I don't know. I was hungry and angry. I guess so. Did Was the pizza any good? It's what there is. It's the only pizza in town, man. Oh. Do you have another one? Another uh, one star in there somewhere? Oh, you want a low review? Here's one. Seatown <laughs> Market Diner. I don't remember ever being there. <laughs> what is Seatown Market Diner? I don't know. Western Avenue in Seattle. Okay. These poor bastards. You have to tip them in secret. Tom Douglas has lost touch. Actually, he probably never worked in front of the house. So as a chef, dictating and rewriting the constructs he's never understood from the get-go, it only speaks to his arrogance and basic ignorance. As an ex-chef, I can tell you, we're all plenty, pretty much pricks. But to mess with people's income is deplorable. I hope you read this, Tommy. Tell me I can't tip my server because you're taking the autograph and giving them mediocre medical insurance and paying them barely more than minimum wage. I hope something terrible happens to somebody you care about. Fuck you. <laughs> I guess I was pretty angry about that one, too. It's... All right. How about that, Tommy? <laughs> wow. <clears throat> yes, the one-star ones are... <laughs> that's where, the, that's where the, the anger is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Jolly Washer. Oh, this is the other picture in there. Because the car was basically dirtier than when I fucking brought it in. <laughs> Pretty sure I already had a review for this place with pictures of the actual lack of cleaning that took place. That's it. One star. One star. What else you got there? Um, three star review for Starbucks. Please. So star. Very bucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like that one. What else you got? It, okay, so again, you go places and your phone just asks you to write these reviews. Like, I didn't seek these people out. I don't even remember being in any of these places. But okay. there's this place called Vineyard Shopping Center. And it that pops sounds up. fucking generic. I said, gosh, as far as strip malls go, this place is just tops. <laughs> <laughs> Why was I being asked to review that? Walmart Supercenter. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What were you doing there? I don't know. Does it tell you when you went? Um, Eight months ago. Okay, so you're at Walmart eight months ago. That would have been uh, somewhere in the middle of the summer. I don't know. I know I don't know you, but if you continue on your current selfish, uh, oblivious, short-sighted path, this is where you'll go when you die. There will be no doors. <laughs> I guess that means it was basically hell. I guess I didn't. I was not having a good time in Walmart. No, that not day. at all. <clears throat> That's good. That's good. I don't know who that was directed at, but. Um, Continental Inn, one star. What? That sounds like another... Where, this, where does this generic world that you're Tomales, living in... Tomales, California? Where is that? 
Is that, um, is that where we coast? went? I don't know. Get a coffee after we try to go to the possible because this is eight months ago, but that would have been last summer. That would so when we were did we try to go to the uh, the amusement park and then we ended up at that weird is that the Continental Inn? Oh in no 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 that Tamales. We were in Vallejo. We, oh. were, we were. Um, what did you have to say about Tamales? Oh no, Continental. This is okay. So this is um. That Tamales Bay, that was, I was up at the Oyster Palooza, my mm-hmm. friend's thing, and this was a hotel room that I booked, and I was, and it was like at the town next to where the festival was, mm-hmm. and so I came back to this room, and like, there's nobody there, and like, I'm just locked out of the hotel, and so this was my one-star review. What the hell? I called at 4, 4.30, 6, 6.45, no one ever answered. The 6.45 call was actually me standing in your lobby. Another guest let me in the door. Um, I heard your phone ringing with my name call from Walter Schmidt was like coming on their voice message over and over again I had to drive all the way back to Sonoma this is totally fucked and I'll be damned if I'm going to let you keep my money after turning me out in the dark without so much as the middle finger what a shitty bunch of jerks just let us sit outside banging on the glass door well within check in time wow yeah so you drove back home yeah Oh, we made it back. I think I was hanging out with Tasha. We made it back into Sonoma, like right around six thirty or seven. No, no, it was, was six forty-five. So we made it back into town, like around. I think it was maybe seven or eight. We made it to Girl and Fig. Like they were still serving, so we were able to get some food. And I dropped her off at her house, and like that was it. It was like waste of fucking trip. What about this one a year ago for Jack in the Box? And it just is three stars, no comments or anything. <laughs> no? You were just you just had some Jack Matt, in the Box, and I guess. they were like, yeah. Three stars. Fine. I don't know. I don't know. I had nothing more to say about that. <clears throat> you got anything else? Anything else worth any other gems in there we should share There's with the people? There's a lot in here. Um, Gott's Roadside. Again with shitty ketchup. Why is this so hard? <laughs> you know my theory on ketchup. Uh, I think we all do. Yes, anyone who's listened knows. Well... Just that it's already been done to death. It's done. Mm-hmm. Hmm. A lot of five star reviews. I I think you're a very generous person. I'm just surprised that you're out here reviewing restaurants because I know you don't think that highly of Yelp. Yeah. Do do you? Or I would this... never go on Yelp. <laughs> but this is somehow okay, or this is just because they ask you. This is because they ask me. I'm not, I mean, I'm not. I don't use Yelp to find where I'm going to go eat because I'm not an idiot. Well, that's... Yes. Where do you want to eat? I don't know. Let's check Yelp to find out, like, oh, this place has some good reviews. Let's go mm-hmm. there. Like, just shut up and go in there. Like, what what kind of food do you want to eat? Do you want Mexican food? Go to a Mexican restaurant. you want Italian food? Go to an Italian restaurant. Like, how hard is it to pick a restaurant to go to? Just decide what you want to go eat and go to eat there. I think some of those people like to see pictures of the food. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, read the one, um, the most recent one. We don't need to. The most recent one. The 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 Vietnamese place that doesn't need to be named. I mean, if you guys want to go on his Google and look at it, you can look at it all. But this was a good one, I think. The seating slash greeting situation is awkward. The service is basically non-existent. My friend ate his food alone because mine wasn't ready yet. <laughs> when my food came, it was wrong, but I ate it anyway because I didn't want to wait another half hour. 
They forgot a couple of dishes, and instead just and instead of just taking them off the bill at the end so we could pay and leave, they disappeared with our check for another 15 minutes and then came out with the menu items. The box itself took another five minutes. The only thing I truly wanted as soon as I got there was to leave. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> so I think uh, if anybody's interested, they should definitely follow. Can you fo- Can I follow you? I don't know. How do I do this? Is it gives you reviews? <clears throat> if you get points, do you win anything? I don't think so. No, this is like imager for Google Maps. There's one thing I wanted to ask your opinion about, hmm. and how to go about doing this. So we well, ask me questions. Sorry, <laughs> that's okay. You're fascinated by your own reviews now. Well, no, somebody's asking. They've asked me questions. I've answered them. I don't remember doing that. Oh, what did you? Like, well, what did well, they ask you? Well, because like I reviewed the French Laundry. Yes. What What was your review of the French Laundry? I said, Meh. I've had better. Because <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like a funny thing to say about them. But you didn't mean that. Well, I've never actually been there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they would never allow me in their front door. But somebody wrote me because I wrote a review. Somebody wrote a question. They said, "I would like to get my laundry done. Can I dine on an appetizer while doing a load of laundry?" And Were I they wrote. Joking? I don't know, but I wrote, I answered them, no laundry will be done uh, the day you go to the French Laundry. Can anyone identify the language in the second comment? <laughs> I guess somebody, yeah, there's a lot of weird shit going on here. Okay, wow. This, okay. It's much more in-depth than I gave it credit for. You had a question, though. Sorry. No, I mean, unless there's something further in there. No, you know? I don't know. Well, I don't know how deep that rabbit hole goes. But <laughs> Do you spend a lot of time in the comments? Do you scroll through things? I mean, you're... You don't really what comments like on YouTube? Do you watch a lot of YouTube? Um, I I YouTube things that I want to hear, like if a song's stuck in my head or something. If I want to hear something, okay. Or like a movie previews and trailers. You know, it's like oh, this movie's coming out. I'll go and check out. You know, but like, you don't get you don't like go into like political YouTube and read comments and. Oh, that sounds like a horrible waste of time. Yeah. Um, no, the thing I was I was thinking about is that we're in this business of hospitality. And there's this thing where I feel like expectations have been so heightened to the the level that we can't actually help people and accommodate them in the way that a lot of times, you know, I think they think that this is, and it should be a special thing, you know, going out to eat. But like, Mm -hmm. if it's a busy Saturday night and you get a table and the hostess tells you that, you know, the table needs to be vacated at 645, this is the only way we can squeeze you in. Mm. Right now, if you want to sit and eat, you're going to have to leave at 6.45. Um, I think restaurants, I think that's a fucked up thing to do to a guest. Well, if there's no other option, if we were completely committed. Say, I'm sorry, I don't have a table for you. You just wouldn't try to squeeze them in. Well, I mean, like, I guess you could say something like that. But if you were super nice, but like, okay, I mean, I really don't have room for you, but this table's reserved for a big party. It's already done, so... I mean, she was. She was nice. We could get you if we can get you out of here. But I mean, like honestly, like it's like the table has to be flipped by then. Like, and I mean, then you're asking them to give up their dining experience. You know what I mean? And I mean, if they're willing to do that, then sure, fine. But I mean, I don't know. I and I get that, but I mean, that's that's it's a Saturday night, and we're completely booked, and this is the only there's a there's an a 60 minute window and this is all we have and if you want it 60 minutes is a big enough window though you would think so if they can't get in and out in an hour then well that's what I (laughs) that was my concern because I was the one who had to get them in and out yeah and the hostess kept going I need that table John are they on entrees and it it was almost as if 
he knew he had to leave soon, so he was going to take this moment to savor the steak, each mm-hmm. and every little bite. Because mm-hmm. I fired the uh, the appetizers, and as soon as I fired those, I fired the entrees. Like mm-hmm. I was like, you're getting all your food at once, yeah, as quick as possible, because there's and here's be, the check. Basically, yes, I already I mean, called you a cap, so <laughs> yes, you know, you're I, leaving now. But it was like. It was like they were almost playing with me because they knew they were already sitting down. Mm-hmm. And so now they felt like they... I feel like I'm being held hostage sometimes. Yeah. and Well, I think you set the tone <clears throat> of the game, or the hostess did, by saying, here's the game. And they're like, oh, yeah. No, we'll be out of here in an hour. Sure. Now you just lost the game because you fucked with them, so now they're going to fuck with you, and they're going to sit there and for every minute of that 60 minutes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. People are awful. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Yes. And so... I feel like there's this end of the night thing in restaurants where if our last seating, let's say our last seating's at 9.30, mm-hmm. let's say your group is four, that you know any other time of night we would give you about an hour and a half, we would give you two hours to have dinner, mm-hmm. two full hours. So even if you're there at 11.30, like, at what, at what point do I say, excuse me, it's time to go home, we're closed? Because there's this notion that like, oh no. Just let the guests sit for as long well, as I think, they'd like. I, and I think there's there's some some delicate, silly little managers that have this sensibility where they don't want to do things to disturb the guest. But there's shit that you have to do to get ready for tomorrow. So I feel like, and there's shit that you have to do to, to you know, when you're like at Steiner's or one of the bars downtown, when they're closing up, they start lifting the bar stools out. And if you're, they're not going to pull the stool out from underneath you, but if you're literally sitting in a room with chairs up on the tables around you and the lights are up and there's somebody mopping next to you, get the fuck up and get the fuck out, you know? And right. if somebody has to tell you that, then you're lucky they're not grabbing you by the shirt collar and you're being struck a few times. Like, you might hit every chair on the way out of that place if, if I'm there. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like yeah, like Sante or whatever, when they, they would just sit there and hiding around the corner, like, oh my God, those people are still there. It's 1130. Like, what are we going to do? And the manager's like, well, you know, like, I don't want to get in trouble for asking these people to leave, you know, because the managers are going to get fired, you know, because we've empowered the guests to this point where they can just have people fired for doing their basic job. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they did it to themselves. But I feel there's nothing wrong with a restaurant resetting the tables, fixing other those. Yeah, sit down. You don't even need to say anything. They already have their bill. They've got their coffee. They have all their things. You've picked up their bill. You've slowly, and, and as you know as a server, one of the things you're supposed to do is every time you go to the table, try and remove something. Take yeah. the teaspoons away, take the cups, until they have nothing left. Then you turn off the music, then you turn off the lights, and if they really want to sit in the fucking dark by themselves, well, it's going to get awkward when the chairs are all up around them, you know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and then you just lock the doors behind them, and when they call the police to get themselves out, <laughs> you know, you simply explain that they live there now, and their aprons are available, and this is how we hire new waiters. So, welcome to your new life it. in the service industry. <laughs> yes, you've, you've failed the test, and now you're one of us. <laughs> And it's, so, it's a hellacious life, so I hope you regret So this. leave when it's time to leave? Leave or you have to become one of us. That's, it's, like the, it's like the monsters, you know, under the bed kind of thing. If you're not out before daylight, you become a monster. Fred Savage, Little Monsters, no? I saw Howie Mandel. Mm-hmm. Yes. Fred Savage was the hit there. There was a couple of years he did that, and then The Wizard. Mm-hmm. Or before, maybe The Wizard was first. I think The Wizard was first, yeah. Um, that was also in, he was in uh, The Boy Who Could Fly. No, that was Jay Underwood. No, he was the little kid, though. He was a little... Fred Savage was? Yeah, he was oh, the, okay. the... He was the, the boy who couldn't fly. He was a little brother who just, like, was trying to get around the block on his big wheel. Mm-hmm. But he was the boy who couldn't fly. He wasn't even... Because Jay Underwood was the boy who could fly. Right. 
So he was just the boy. Well, there were a hundred other boys in the movie, so he wasn't just the boy who couldn't fly. He was just the little brother, which he, I keep I keep saying it over and over again, and I'm not going to agree with you. No. He was the little brother who couldn't fly. <laughs> no, but none of them could fly, John. I'm going to start pulling cords out of this okay, thing. Is don't, that, is that don't, what... Don't. No? Don't. Don't. don't un, it's going to unplug the mic. I guess that's time to go. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Get the fuck out. <laughs> it's time Chairs to go. Chairs up on the table. <laughs> and we'll do this again next week? Yeah, let's let's do it again next week. What's happening? Oh, we're getting my, my back waxed. Yes. It's John. It's John. Thank you for listening to Gluten Is Not Your Problem. Send your ideas, comments, and questions to glutenisnotyourproblem at gmail.com. We'll see you next time.